Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast, Dr. James Fetish is a successful practice owner, best-selling author, and speaker. Listen in as he shares his secrets to a successful business and a successful life. So now, here's Dr. J. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. This episode, we're talking about vacations. Vacations. So why in a business podcast, and small business podcast, we're about vacations? Well, for one, it's going to be August, the end of the week, or middle of the week, and uh, so obviously it's prime vacation time, but vacations can really affect your business or practice in a lot of different ways, so we're going to talk about that in this short podcast today. So remember, many years ago, I don't even remember where I read this, or, or maybe it was a seminar, but uh, you know, sometimes a week off of practice or in your small business, you know, just shutting down for a week takes you about 12 weeks to recover, and and I'm not even sure the source of that, but I would say it's probably pretty much true. Um, you know, especially if you're a solo practitioner, solo doc, or small business, mom and pop kind of place, and you shut the place down for a week to get your numbers back to where they were before the week you took off. 12 weeks is probably about accurate. You know, of course, you can do it faster or slower than that, but um, yeah, I think that's about accurate. So a lot of times, you know, I'm coaching, helping docs, and, and we get some momentum building, and we get the numbers up, and then we uh, take a week or two off. And we set the numbers back up and we got to spend two or three months just getting the numbers back to where we were. And then again, if you take another vacation and a couple weeks later, we end up in the same problem, right? And it's part of the reason why some people never end up growing. They're taking these long vacations all the time. Now, I'm certainly not anti-vacation. You're going to hear about that as well. And I've actually found the more time off I took, uh, the, the better the practice is done. In June this year, I th- it was our best month ever, just you know, last month, the best month ever in practice, in uh, ever. And I took off about, I don't think, six, seven days. I was ended up uh, being golfing a bunch of days and stuff off. And it was probably the least amount of days I worked in a month, and it was our record month. So I'm certainly not a proponent of not taking time off. I certainly am. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. So first uh, first things first, so we're starting out trying to build the practice. And I go through this in my book a little bit. And you might wonder, again, in a practice building book, why we're talking about vacation time. And it's just the reason we talked about that. We got to keep the momentum going and how we take our breaks is really important for that. That being said, the doctor that goes five years without taking any days off can get burnt out, obviously, right? And it's a big problem with doctors, whether you're a chiropractor, PT, or you know any health profession, burnout rates are higher than ever. Um, so it's a big problem since Obamacare and all the paperwork that docs got to do, burnout's off the charts. So you read it across the board, MDs are having major, major problems with burnout. So we don't want to burn out either. So we got we to gotta think consciously about this. Too many people don't think consciously about it. So we're going to talk a little about doing that today. So for one, you got to plan these things way, way out. A lot of people just don't plan, you know, it's, it's July and I'll be in the, you know, working on patients talking to staff you know what are you doing for summer vacation i don't know i haven't figured it out yet and i'm like it's july like you only have six more weeks for summer if you're taking a vacation like you should have known about a long time ago you know for example our next uh, you know overseas trip we're going to turks and caicos in february and we booked that geez i mean two three months ago it had to be may that we booked that so it's booked paid for the whole trip's done everything's organized for months it's been done right it's already way planned out um, so that's number one. You got to plan this way out. You should really be kind of be planning your year, or at least you're planning a couple seasons ahead. You know, in the summer you're planning your winter trip if you're doing one, and that's kind of is what I recommend, which we'll get into in a minute. So one, you got to plan ahead. You got to plan ahead a couple months, uh, even a year out. You know, a lot of these airline stuff for you know a little less than a year, you can buy tickets and stuff like that. But you should be planning these things out way in advance, at least two seasons in advance. Again, right now it's summer. If you want to do something for Christmas break, like now's the time you should be booking that and planning that, not 
not you know in uh, November, right? And, and the price would be higher and all that kind of practical stuff. But really, the main thing is you know got to get scheduled in so you block the time off and you plan around it. We're not just taking willy nilly vacations. That's not how we run our life or our practice, right? So, anyways, got to plan way ahead. Now, don't not just plan ahead. We got to plan around the seasons, around the time and stuff. So we plan when it makes sense to take vacation. So when it's slow in the practice already, we're going to take vacation. So, for example, this week in my town is kind of funny. So I'm in New Jersey, but it is kind of a little bit country where I'm at, and we're at the kind of junction of suburban country in New Jersey. So uh, this week is the uh, is the county fair, which is you know kind of what you think county fair, horses and all that kind of stuff. But long story short, a lot of patients go. Uh, a lot of people, you know, we have like show horses, a lot of that kind of stuff out by me. People have like uh, show horses and that kind of stuff. And they go down to the fair for the week. So it's a really slow week. So I'm taking off Thursday, Friday, and we're just doing a short trip down to the beach for a couple of days. Um, so it's a good example of planning ahead. So I know this is a slow week. It's a slow week every year. There's nothing you can much do about it because people have boots at the fair. They're doing the horse shows. They're doing all that stuff. And it's just a slow week, no matter what you do about it. So I planned my vacation, who knows how long, six months ago for this week because it's always a slow week. So that's how you got to think. You know, Christmas, New Year's, most of these going to be a slow week. It's a good time to take a couple of days off. Uh, you know, for us, we booked Turks and Caicos, like I said, in February. February is usually a slow month. Northeast, northeast we got the weather. And February is actually the slowest month for any business, uh, mostly because the credit card bills come in from the Christmas, the end of January, and people aren't spending. And a lot of us, it's kind of the cold season as well. So February, it's also a short month. So we're planning around that. So you got to plan around those times. You know, there's a lot of different seasons, and the weather can affect that as well. But like I said, Christmas week's going to be a little slow. After 4th of July, the next, you know, six, eight weeks till mid-August are usually slow. So it's a good time to take your vacation. Um, you know, once back to school starts, it's not a good time to take it. You know, those are a couple months of growth. So kind of one of the things I first coached my clients on, you know, times when you grow the practice, times when you kind of hold it steady. You don't uh, necessarily grow all the time, but if you want steady growth year after year like we do, you know, it's September, October, November, you're growing. At, you know, December's Christmas time, you might just be holding flat for December and January, New Year's, and snowstorms in the northern and the east. And then in the springtime, we're looking to grow again. And then after the 4th of July, it's time to hold steady with vacations. But So we got to plan these things around this. There's all sorts of different stuff. You know, northeast spring break is really big. There's a couple weeks where all the schools are out, so that's a slow time of year, etc. So not only do we plan our trips out in advance, we plan around when it's good for the practice as well or your business when it's already a slow time of year. Um, so we don't want to, you know, the busiest week taking off. It's like June for us is very, it's always been a busy month for, for a bunch of reasons. And that's not the time to go on vacation, right? So uh, June, we don't take any time off usually, although I did this year. So that's the first thing. We got to plan it out way ahead and we got to plan it around events and the seasons and things going on. So we got to plan ahead and think of these kind of things uh, and plan your trips way out. And the other thing with vacations, if you read all the research and studies on it, I forget which book that really talked a lot about this, uh, but basically vacations, you're really not happy on vacation. You're happy planning and anticipating a vacation in your brain. So the longer ahead that you have this, the more enjoyment getting out of vacation. So if you really, it might sound kind of strange. I don't remember the book, but uh, they did a study. It's like a legit study and it was, you know, basically the anticipation or thinking about vacation for the weeks, days, or months is much more pleasurable than actually being on vacation. People don't usually necessarily even enjoy themselves that much. It's the anticipation of it. Talking about it, thinking about it, planning it is where most of your joy comes from on vacation. So the sooner out you have it, you know, the better. And, you know, I just mentioned Turks and Caicos. I'll probably mention it again and again and again. We planned it, you know, nine months out. So there's nine months of talking about thinking about it. And, uh, you know, it comes up and, and it just, you know, gives you more enjoyment planning it ahead. So that's one thing on that as well. And we're planning it a, so you don't miss it, and you can plan around it. The other thing, you know, I just have a client that had to do an extended trip uh, for, for an interesting reason, but we need a plan for him to come back to boost the numbers back up, right? So the, with, to avoid that 12-week slowdown, we can plan around that. 
So like typically we'll coach our clients to do a patient appreciation day or some big event in September, get everybody back from vacation. You know, your numbers are slouching a little bit in August, maybe people are coming back. They take a lot to get back in. So it's good to do a big pop to get them back in. So we want to plan around that as well. So if you're taking a big trip or something, we want a uh, nice boost afterwards to try to cut down that, that time frame. That's kind of what I found. You know, maybe 12 weeks if you don't do anything differently, but if you plan this a little bit better, you plan around slow time and then we boost it up as well. The other thing with that stat, that's really shutting down your business. So you see like the restaurant shuts down for a week for, for the holidays. A lot of docs will do that. So I've always been a fan of getting coverage for you one way or the other. Even if, you know, when I was a solo doc, small practice, and not really making any money, I would still pay a coverage doc to be in for that week to try to minimize that. And I would usually lose money those weeks. So, you know, you're paying for vacation, you're paying the doc to cover, and you're losing that money, you know, double, triple that week when you're smaller. But to me, it was worth it. You're there for your patients, you show it's important, and you're going to pick up some clients as well. So that's another issue on that. So uh, that, that's about that. So you got to plan it ahead. you got to plan it when it's a proper season and plan an event or something afterwards to pick your numbers back up. This is a big thing why some people never get anywhere. You know, we start getting some growth, we take a big trip, and the numbers shrink off. So I do want you taking vacations. I just want to plan them more purposely. So how do we take vacations? There's a lot of stuff to this. Um, so what, you know, I go through this in the book a little bit. There's kind of like a little chapter on this. But one of the things, you know, when you're smaller, just starting off and trying to build, taking a week off is really hard to plan. It ends up costing you a ton of money because of, like we just talked about, getting a coverage doc, lost business, paying a coverage doc. And then it can, even with the coverage doc, six to eight weeks to rebound. So if you're really, you know, trying to build the practice or the business and you're just starting off, a week off is not the ideal situation to do. And I didn't do that for years in. So what I recommend when you're starting out or trying to really put, put the gas to the metal is every 90 days take a long weekend. So I did this for years and it was great. Every 90 days, it took a three-day weekend. Uh, it's not a lot of days off at the end of the year, but right when you're kind of feeling tired, worn out, burnt out, you take you know you do that long weekend. Um, so you just took off Friday every 90 days. You about plan it out, and again, you got to plan this out and you plan it far ahead. This way too, if it's planned out ahead, patients know that you know that Friday you're out. It's just one day. It shouldn't affect your numbers at all if you do a little little thing like that. And it's actually quite refreshing. Uh, you just take these short trips, and, and you can do all kinds of things. You know, back when you had money, we would stay at these crummy motels up in Vermont and go skiing. Uh, but you don't even have to do anything like that. You know, it's some, a lot of you have friends with the place, or parents of the place, or you know, even patients have places they're renting, or, or you can use, or just get out of town, or, or don't even get out of town. You can take a little staycation. But I think it's good to have a change of scenery. So, you know, even if you don't have a lot of money, there's plenty of cheap hotels you can get, and just get out of the house every 90 days for you know just a long weekend. Just stay Thursday, Friday, Saturday night come back and feel a little bit refreshed. Uh, the next step, you know, we do that as we're growing a little bit, and then we turn those into a four-day weekend. So I did this for quite a while, and that's really pretty cool. So you do a four-day weekend every 90 days. I mean, you feel like you're almost always away. It's, it ends up not being a whole lot of days off at the end of the year. Um, so what they're, you know, four, it's only, you know, not that many days off, but it's, uh, feels really refreshing to do that. So you take it off Thursday, Friday, every 90 days, taking a little bit extended weekend. And so that's kind of the next phase. And once you're there, then we can, uh, you know, we built up, we got your numbers where you want to be, you do that for a while. And that's super refreshing. We did that for a while uh, until we had little kids and it was just, you know, it's just a lot of work bringing little kids away every 90 days like that. Uh, but it was great. We had a lot of time with that and I was making a little more money and it, you could do some ski trips and do, you know, beach and all that kind of stuff. And for most of the time, that's fine doing a four day weekend. You know, really, you're really refreshed. And if you're a motivated business person like me, like a week off, like I'm emailing my staff, I'm coming up with new marketing ideas after a couple of days. Like I really can't decompress for a whole week. I'm not super great at it. So that can last you forever. I mean, a lot of people do really well with that. I can do that forever. 
I really enjoy that. You feel like you have a lot of time off. You're not taking as many days as you really think you are. And uh, it's nice and refreshing. gives you a little break, but you're not you know, impeding the numbers that much as well. And if you're still a solo guy, solo doc, solo female, uh, or solo business owner, you can still survive closing those extra those four days, right? But at that point, you should probably have some coverage. Maybe a part-time associate or something else as well. But even if not, you know, you'll be fine doing a four-day weekend every 90 days. You can do that forever just as yourself, and the practice will do just fine, and it won't impede your growth as much as a long weekend. And I know people go their whole career with that, so that'll go really well for you. It's a little bit different idea than taking the week off. Um, there's nothing wrong with doing that for forever as well. Uh, so then I transitioned from that, and then I started adding in the weeks off. So I, you know, I, I did the 90-day thing, and then I basically had one week, full week off, and then another full week off. And that's kind of where I settled in for quite a while. So we did every nine days, four-day weekend, and then two weeks per year. We're just kind of doing one in the winter, one in the summer. Again, the winter, like Christmas week, when it's slow is a good time to do, or some other slow week. And then we were doing again in the summer, kind of this period where it's really slow as well. Um, so that, that's kind of where I've been at now. Uh, now we got the little kids at home, so they haven't been going away as much because we got a three-month-old, three-year-old, so there's not as been as much traveling, obviously. Uh, but that's just some good methods for you. So I think a little bit differently about it. I know some people say you got to take two weeks to fully decompress. I only done that once for my wedding. Uh, wedding and and and, uh, and the whole thing probably lasted about two weeks. I don't even have quite made it two weeks. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's tough to take two weeks off, and uh, you know, most of you don't need that. A four-day weekend is going to decompress you just fine, and uh, it's going to hurt your practice a little bit more as well to take that take that two week off. But um, yes, yeah, so I can't testify for that. I've really never done that too much, and I like working, so I'm not going to take a whole two weeks off. I'm not sure what I would do with myself for two full weeks. But uh, so that's some good advice. Hopefully, helps you out a little bit. It's vacation time. We're thinking about vacations. Again, plan these things out. You need to be planning it six months, a year out. What trips you're doing off. Uh, you know, if you're just starting out building, I like the every 90 days, take a week, uh, long weekend, three-day weekend, build that up to a four-day weekend. You can do that for your whole career. I know, you know, multimillionaires, that's what they do. They're just taking off those four-day weekends all the time. You know, week week's tough. You know, even you got, if you have kids too, you know, kids start missing their toys. They want to be home. Then they get older, they miss their friends. So doing those short trips can be a lot easier on everybody. I really found that's good. You know, we're doing a lot of times, you know, the four-day ski weekend. And you, know, you leave Wednesday night, and after work, you know, the kids sleep in the car. You get there late Wednesday night. You got all Thursday, Friday to ski, Saturday to ski. And you're getting those full days in. You know, maybe Sunday you do something else, and you head home in the afternoon. It's really, you know, how many days are you going to ski in a row? It's really four full days of skiing when you leave that Wednesday night. So you can have really great trips like that. You know, a lot of people go the whole life of that, but then you can add in the weeks. We did that as well, and uh, it takes more time as well. So you can take a lot of time off. You just got to plan it purposely. And depends on where, what stage you are in practice. But if you're really trying to grow and put the pedal to the metal, taking weeks off every couple months is not the way to go. It's these long weekends. So hopefully this helps you out a little bit. Plan your vacations. Plan them ahead. Again, you get more enjoyment out of planning these things than actually being on them, which is interesting. And um, and I hope this helps you out a little bit. So enjoy your summer vacations if you've taken one. If not, keep in touch, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. For information, please visit drjamesfetish.com. Dr. James R. Fetish Clinic Director at Village Family Clinic. His book, Secrets of a Million Dollar Clinic, is available on Amazon and online at hackettstownfamilyclinic.com or drjamesfetish.com, www.drjamesfetish.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.